Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. So the question that I have is, why do we as humans allow our children to stay in our home so long? I'm guilty as well. And I know there are many reasons. You know, some of our children need more help than others. Um, Sometimes... They mess up, they come home, you try to help them. But the ultimate question is like, why do we allow them to stay in our home? When they create chaos, when you see they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Because at some point, your children can become a crutch uh, for you to lean on and for you can become that crutch for them. And what do I mean by that? Uh, especially if you're a single mom, and I'm not just talking about single moms, but sometimes single moms will allow their older sons to stay in homes because they feel safer. But this is the thing. What is your son doing? Is he working? Is he looking for work? Is he going to school? Is he doing the right things, right? The other thing is when you become a crutch for them, And they feel like they don't have to pay for anything. They can eat anything they want to out of the refrigerator. Um, They can do whatever they want to in your house. And even if you uh, make them pay bills, they feel like they can do anything in your house. I'm a strong believer that that is not the case and that is not how it should be. Now, when you have a two-parent household... And some things like that are going on. It takes both parents to come together. How can two walk together except they be agreed? It takes those two to come up and say, listen, either we will or we won't. Um, And they have to agree to disagree, but they have to agree on a plan and how to implement that plan. As do any single parent or um, older sibling, whoever that may be. And um, I j- sometimes I just don't understand, nor do I um, co-sign children who feel like their parents owe them something. Your parents don't owe you anything, especially after you got through, after you're through high school. Because at that point, my dear, my sir, (laughs) you are an adult and the law will treat you as such. And if the law will treat you as such, so should your parents. Again, let me say this. There are some that need a little bit more help than others. But let me help you out with that as well. That still doesn't mean they have to stay in your house. Okay. Now, granted, um, there are some children that may have to stay with you forever and ever, amen, because of their mental disability, their physical disability, uh, things like that, some genetic uh, being. But if you have able, able-bodied <laughs> family members, um, they should not be allowed to stay in your home without 
uh, paying their share fare. If they're going to be a roommate, then they have to act like an adult roommate. Uh, and they have to realize that you are not that same roommate that would be um, someone you know, they would have outside who's their age and do the same things they do. Um, and so you have to think about those things. Now, I will tell you this, and this is what I learned. Uh, because I work in the civil rights office and we deal with people with accommodations for the state of Texas, uh, we have a lot of webinars and things. And through the Texas workforce system, they have accommodations um, for people who have mental disabilities, whether it's ADHD, whether it's schizophrenia, whatever it is, if they're able to do certain things. And I'm going to give you an example that was given to us on the webinar. Um, One lady said there was a gentleman who had a job, but he talked to himself sometimes. And so because his job was to talk on the phone, they got him a headset. And that headset allowed for him to talk at any given time in his cubicle or whatever without people thinking something was wrong with him. So it became an accommodation for this gentleman. And they said that worked out well for them. Now, I don't know how long that worked out because at some point they may have been talking about something else. But I thought that was neat. That's a program that the Texas workforce has for people. So they will help you go to school. And that's the rehabilitation program. And I'll tell you about that because when I got out of the military um, many years ago and after I was ready to go back to work. So I went to work and then I think the last job I had, I um, I had to have soldier, uh, soldier. I had to have my shoulder surgery. I had a rotator's cuff that was torn. So I had to be off. And so my contract didn't get renewed. And so while I was at home healing, um, I decided to go back to school. And, um, well, I had already been in one class, but I decided to go back full time after my shoulder healed. Well, where was I going to get the money? Well, one of the things I had, because I was a Texas veteran, was the Hazelwood Act. And I believe they give you 150 hours. Well, I started there. And then... Um, Someone told me about the rehabilitation program, and I was like, well, what is that? Well, that's when you don't have a job, you need a job. And so they give you an assessment, and you take the assessment, and the assessment gives you an idea of where you should be at. Now, um, so I took the assessment, and mine says social work across the board. Um, It wasn't unfounded to me. It wasn't a surprise to me. Um, and so I, that's the route I took. Um, but they also paid for that. So they paid for my books. They paid for my classes, all my tuition. They paid for any supplies I needed. If I needed uh, vision or I think some dental But they pay for all these things while I was in school and I received a check. And so I thought, oh, this is great. So the caveat to that was I didn't have to pay for anything. And then when I was almost finished or at the end, um, I went to see my rehabilitation counselor and she said, oh, because you had, I think I had like a 3.8, 3.9 GPA. They said, because you've done so well, 
um, and you still have time, then um, we'll pay for your master's program. I was like, yeah, let's go for it. And so that's what they did. I chose a school and they paid for everything. Same deal. And I'm saying this to say they'll do schooling. But if you don't want schooling, they'll do trade. If you don't want trade, they'll help you with jobs. They uh, provide uh, job coaches. Um, and, and I'll share this with you. When I was at um, the State Supported Living Center, we had people with intellectual and physical disabilities, but were capable capable of working. And so um, they had accommodations, and I don't know what program it was with, but they had accommodations to where they would have a coach at work. So even if they just uh, folded napkins, or even if they um, put the silverware in the napkins, or set the place settings or wipe the place settings or whatever, wash the dishes. If they had a problem concentrating or staying on task, they had someone who was there with them. They were their coach while they were at work. So I said all of that to say this. There are plenty of things that our children are able to do after they get out of school and even if they get out with their GED or if they can't find work, this is still something they can do. They'll help you probably get your GED as well. But there is, in my opinion, absolutely, positively no reason for us to care for our children forever and ever, amen, unless they have a disability or something that... Um, needs uh, care for. And even in that sense, now I will say this, um, sometimes if you're trying to get on programs with the state, it takes years sometimes. So you have to plan when they're young, when they're very young to get into programs. I mean, years and years and years. But they have programs like if they need help with their ADLs, they have home living um, programs Texas home living programs where people will come out to your home for so many hours under Medicaid and help with those ADLs. They have uh, respite care for uh, caretakers, which are sometimes the parents or whoever the guardians are. So I said all of that to say this. Parents, I get it. Some of our children need more help than others. We understand that. I definitely understand that. But don't be a crutch to them and don't let them be a crutch for you. There's help for everybody. (laughs) So listen, and while they're doing that, they can get on housing. They can get food stamps. They can um, get TANF. Now, TANF, you have to to pay back, but you can get uh, temporary assistance for needy families. That's what TANF is. So there are a myriad of things that can happen, but you have to be educated and you have to know what's available, right? Just like for drug and alcohol, there are programs that are available. Um, there's so many things. If your children get in trouble and um, they deal with the mil- uh, the military, they deal with the police and they have mental health, there are mental health lawyers out there. Um, and so there are Uh, So many programs that are available for people. And we have to be like the animals. 
The birds, they push them out the nest so they can fly. You know, snakes, they lead their kids. you know, wolves travels in, in packs, but at some point they got to fend for themselves, even in the pack. You know what I mean? So there are so many examples um, that we can learn and um, emulate <laughs> um, in our own lives. And we have to do that. Um, there are so many things. And that's just a little bit. I just wanted to say that that was on my heart because um, we all deal with things. And I, and even during the pandemic, when people say there are no jobs, there are jobs. There are jobs throughout the pandemic. If you want to stay at home and get that $600, it may not be the job you had before. And I don't know the stipulations. Your job may be hiring you back, whatever the case may be. Do something. Mow a lawn. Do something. But we need our children to grow up. We need them to be productive members of society at all costs. And I I will tell you, help your children if that's what you need to do. Um, But um, don't do everything for them. And don't do it at the cost of it stressing you out. Okay? Because let me tell you, as we get older, stress sits on us a little different than it does young people. You know? Um, and so we want to make sure we're taking care of us, um, but also we want to show our children how to do better um, and what that looks like. And um, if we have mental health um, issues or physical disabilities, we need to get help as well. You know, listen, people, there is help out there. Sometimes it takes getting on that phone. It takes, if you can get on Facebook, you can get on a website to find yourself some help. And I'm going to tell you something. If you're an able-bodied person, you ain't going to get food stamps forever because that's not what it was designed for. And listen, so what if it's hard? Eat some beans. Maybe you can't eat like you want to. Listen, get a roommate who's going through what you're going through. Put your money together. Do whatever you have to do. But listen, don't be a leech. Don't be somebody um, who is not doing anything. Be productive. Be proud of your own self. Never mind somebody else being proud of you. Be proud of yourself. Okay? So that was on my heart. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, I just want us to do better. You know, we have to do better. And let me tell you, when you make those decisions, they're hard. They hurt. They make your heart ache. Um, but you have to make the hard decisions. You have to make the hard decisions. That's what adults do. That's what adults do. Some of our children are not going to be those children that just grow up and they're fine on their own and they move out and they do things. All of our children do things that make us go, hmm, or make us say, hmm, where do they get that from? You know, none of them are perfect. We've made mistakes ourselves. But if you have come, <laughs> come out on the other side, so can they, you know, um, they just need some help. And sometimes we have to baby boy them. Y'all remember that? Baby boy got put out. (laughs) 
sometimes that's what we have to do, right? So baby girl, whatever, you know, don't let your uh, children uh, make you take care of their children. Make them take care of their own children. Well, I don't want my kids out there in the streets. They're not your kids. They're your grandkids. Listen to me, people. And you ain't got to take my advice at all. But I'm going to tell you something. If your children are putting their children on you, we're past the age of raising children. That's totally different. Our makeup isn't even designed for that once we get past that. We're in that grandparent stage. We don't even think like that anymore. And so, you know, it's a little little bit different. We're not trying to go to soccer games and do homework. We're not trying to do none of that. We're not trying to do Zoom. We're not trying to do any of that. Okay. Make their parents do the right thing. And I know we want to keep our children, to, our grandchildren, you know, in one safe place. But what happens when your grandson is having kids all over the place or your grand, I mean, your daughter or your son is having all these kids? Can you afford to take care of all of them? You can't. Some of them may go into foster care. Some of them may go in, and God forbid, but it happens. It does happen, even at our best efforts of trying to do the right thing for our children. Sometimes we're just not able to do that. And we have to say that on the first kid, not the fifth. Okay? Say that on the first one. We're over here dog sitting right now. But is that something we're going to do all the time? Absolutely not. When my son moved in his apartment, guess what? We had been watching his fish, and we said, take your fish with you. One little fish. One little fish. But you know what? We had to make sure the, the little thing was clean. We had to make sure he was he got fed. We didn't buy that fish. We didn't buy these dogs either. And they only here for a minute. Okay? So listen. Let us be parents. Let us parent wisely. Listen, we know you do the best that you can. Do the best that you can. But don't be those parents who have a vision for their life and it turns out different because your children are not doing what they're supposed to do. Not because somebody passed away, not because um, they're incarcerated, even if, even then. Listen, there are different circumstances, but just the fact that they're able-bodied and they are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, nah, bruh, nah, sis, don't even put that, and if you're listening, don't put that on your parents, raise your own kids, do your own thing, make your own way, if if you don't want nobody telling you what to do, then you got to do your own thing. If you don't want nobody telling you nothing about your kids, you got to raise your own kids. Okay? Let me tell you something. When the food stamp office give you money for for, for uh, your children, they're going to ask you some questions. A whole bunch of questions you don't want to be asked. Okay? They, you, want, you want some money for food, and they're going to drag you through the rigmarole that the state said you got to go through. Hey, that's just the way it is. Unless you get out there and you hustle. Some of your parents hustled. Some of your grandparents hustled. I know my mom held down two or three jobs. 
Let me tell y'all, we didn't get no food stamps. Just FYI, we had to, we ate whatever we could eat, and uh, we did what we had to do. Our mother did, our our parents did, and so you can do the same. You people are not broke. You can do it. Get off your phones and take care of yourself. Take care of your children. There are programs out there to help you. Use that and stop depending on someone else to do things for you. Okay, I know it felt like a rant, but I felt it was needful. Uh, It was warranted. um, And we need to hear that every now and again. Okay? Anyway, I've said what I've said, and that's all I'm going to say. Y'all, don't y'all go around hurting nobody, not even yourself. Remember, there are programs out there that will help you get through this. You are not alone. Don't hurt nobody, not even yourself. This is Miss Ruff signing out for The Rough Life.